Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of the Black Chillerettes with Vic and Mai, and this is Vic, and we thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. We appreciate your patience, as last week we unfortunately had to do a bonus episode about blackface, so if you haven't had a moment to take a listen to that, I highly encourage it. But here we are, back into our recaps, back into fantasy suites, and child, like, what was that? Anyways, thank you for listening. All right, here we are. Yep. Fantasy Suites, a, a bit, a bit late, but we are here for Fantasy Suites Week. Yes, yes, yes. So obviously, I think most people are probably watching the this week's episode, which is part one of the se- right. seventy-two hour finale. Finale. Um, I just finished watching mm-hmm. with our homies on the Discord, Discord, excuse me. Shout out to everybody over there. Yeah. Always so much fun with you guys. Um, and unlike it's made to be seen uh, off of these two fantasy suite episodes, it's not nearly as controversial as we wanted it to be. So don't get your hopes up if you haven't right. watched the episode. Hopefully it gets a little spicy. Mm-hmm next week and of course the most important thing for us last week was to have that conversation about blackface and the two-part video uh right kind of document about the history of blackface contextually why it's wrong even in costume even when you're a teenager went up on our instagram and patreon uh yesterday and today so i hope you guys have been enjoying that thank you so much for your feedback but don't think we're mm-hmm. not going to talk about these fantasy suites here, boy, before we get into the fin- the first half oh. of the finale this week. Yes, yes. I have not watched the finale, first part of the finale. I feel like we've been watching the finale for like three weeks. Um, yeah. But I have not watched it yet, but I'm excited to watch that tomorrow um, or the next day, whenever I get to watch it. Um but yeah, so Fantasy Suites were last week, and once again, they broke that up into two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just feel like, yeah, we just need to be done with this format because it's taking entirely way too long to finish the season. Yeah, um, I don't know We they're... need to be done with the format. I mean, yeah. I mean, ABC, not us. Yeah, um, for sure. No, I <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah, they, it's they're just... going for something, but they, they didn't plan enough, I guess. Or at least that's how it's coming off. Even if they were like, they had plans yeah. out to the wazoo, and this is exactly how they planned it to go. If this is exactly how y'all planned it to go, it's absolute ass. <laughs> so, yeah. Back to the drawing new... board, baby. Please, please. Like, I know that, yeah. Okay, I'm about to get off topic, but, um, you're fine. But yeah, so, so I guess. Let's get into it. Also, apologies to our listeners because I am without my equipment this week. So I apologize in advance if there's any audio issues with this current situation that I have. But hopefully it's not terrible and hopefully y'all can bear with us and we can make it through. And next week I will have my equipment back and I will be back in good sound. Unless maybe y'all think our sound is bad all this time and just haven't said anything then maybe there's nothing to apologize for um but hopefully that's not the case um okay so should we just get into it i mean let's hop into it so we are in the riviera maya baby which if our listeners aren't familiar with is 
I want to say about an hour or so out of Cancun. So when you see all of the Batch Nation alums going to like shake their ass in Tulum and Cancun, the Riviera Maya is a little more secluded and also is a little more hood. <laughs> like there's this um, joke where mm-hmm. they have some stunning, stunning like villas and resorts in the Riviera Maya. I've, mm-hmm. I've stayed in the Riviera Maya um Mm -hmm. multiple times actually but there's this running Mm -hmm. joke that like not even running joke when you get to the riviera maya your drivers Mm -hmm. usually encourage you to not go beyond the grounds of whatever property you're Mm -hmm. staying on because it's so dangerous right so that's where we are and honestly it's so fitting Mm -hmm. really feels good Mm -hmm. um and we start off with eric eric and gabby are together Eric and Gabby are together and, oh no, sorry, sorry. Eric and Gabby are together. Um, I feel like we're getting, this is kind of the the date that I feel like we get every season um, where we get this big like risk that needs to be taken and then we get them, we get the connection to like, oh, this is, a lot like falling in love. You have to take risks. You have to make a leap of faith. You have to blah, blah. And I'm like, it's really not. Like, you could also just, it, it, we, like, the, I'm just so, I don't know. I'm just so sick of those sure. relations and correlations that, like, clearly the producers are, like, this is the baiting them to say. This you is know? The, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We need you to make this analogy kind of thing. Now, I get it for sure. Yeah. I will say, though, I'm with Gabby. Bitch, I'm not jumping. I don't think, I don't care how cute you are. I don't care if I'm in love with you. I'm not. It was called the, right. uh, they, they ran up to, they went up to the sign that said Salto de los Enamorados, which means to take off your clothes mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll get naked, buck ass naked right here, right mm-hmm. now. I'm not jumping mm-hmm. off this big ass cliff into the water with no life jacket. Right. I just, right. No. Yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. I was like, sometimes um, it's okay to just not do it if you don't want to do it. Like they're like they're sure there's a whole element of like conquering your fears, whatever. But also like, if today's not the day, then today's not the day, and tomorrow doesn't have to be the day either. And like there's there's space. Like I feel like we weren't able to hold space for that possibility and for like that point of view, and for Eric to just be like listen, I'm with you, whatever we, whatever we decide to do. Like if we jump, we jump, if we don't, we don't, then cool. But it was just like, not pressuring, but it was like this, she had to jump. I guess, yeah, this constant pressure jump. of yeah. like, okay, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Like, I'm not trying to do it. Let's climb back down and just jump in at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be just as cute. I'm going to swim right over to you after you jump in. So cute, romantic. Exactly. Oh. Or that. You or know, that I right i'll be right down here waiting for you gabby's swimsuit went crazy i did like the the she got the the, mm-hmm. the thong the thong 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 like the booty butt cheeks mm-hmm. was out loud and proud mm-hmm. they gave her the little black box <clears throat> and i was like yes carrie fetterman was not mm-hmm. lying when he said that lady likes to wear as little clothes as possible because she just mm-hmm. we so close to seeing her whole body bro like just Right. right around the corner. So that was a really cute swimsuit. I did want to <laughs> at least acknowledge yeah. that. But it brings me to like this thing, I think. And obviously we've got the whole 
kerfluffle going on with Eric in the first place from his yearbook photo featuring him in blackface mm -hmm. and him mm -hmm. in the photo with all of the guys wearing the Make America Great Again hats hanging out with his friends. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say from this edit, I still don't know, save for the the episode that he had with his family, I feel like I barely really get to see him say anything of consequence. Yeah. It all still feels mm -hmm. very surface level um, until yeah. we have those really, you know, intimate moments, which we get to later in mm -hmm. this, this episode. Right. So it moves us into yeah. the nighttime portion of the date. And mm -hmm. I think this is the date where Gabby's wearing that yellow dress again that she mm -hmm. um, she tried to wear the night her Logan got her group date canceled because he had COVID. Like she, oh was yeah, like, yeah, you better reduce, reuse, recycle. Come on now, right? Exactly, um, exactly. But you know, the night portion comes and they kind of discuss because earlier in the day they're discussing oh that was our first date without family because on their first date grandpa john mm -hmm. was there and grandpa john was the f only person mm -hmm. we heard talk on that entire date exactly. <laughs> and then their second date was yeah. hometown so this night portion for them is really important because they got to see what they're going mm -hmm. to be like since they their last night date was so so long ago they kind of discuss, right. you know, how wonderful it was to see how, you know, Eric's family received Gabby. Um, and Gabby mm -hmm. specifically says it was really beautiful to see like your family as a whole rather than fractured into mm -hmm. pieces. And I think this comes up time and time of, again, you know, the mama trauma of it all where right, there's yeah. so much that Gabby missed out on and getting that nurturing care and love from um, mm -hmm. while staying with her mother and like how beautiful it is that she yeah. can see it in Eric. And I could understand why she's so attracted to him. It's because he has that kind of family structure that she's always missed and never has felt, mm -hmm. you know, worthy of. So she, um, yeah. she, you know, is smitten. She's like, when I see myself with him, I see him. For in my life forever and and it seems like mm -hmm. you know, he shares the same sentiment which is pretty cool yeah yeah he does yeah i agree that that um relationship with his family is something that i think that she really desires and really admires um and he says he eric does say that he is that he is in love with her not that he's falling in love but he is in love with her and gabby does say that she is falling in love with him. So that's, mm -hmm. um, I think the first time that she said that to anyone. Yeah, because I think that she said it to Jason or Johnny. Mm -mm, she didn't say yeah. it to either of them. The only thing, like they said, Eric and Gabby had said to each other that they were falling in love with each other, but they hadn't said mm -hmm. that they were in love with each other until this moment, which right. I was like, oh, this is. This is one of those testaments to the show, like when the process is moving and, and can work. Mm -hmm. It's like people do mm -hmm. have those genuine connections where it's like right. you watch it grow over time and it doesn't feel like it's artificial in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, they both say I love you to each other and then, you know, they head to the bedroom to see, you know, see what it mm -hmm. see what it Well, do. she says she's falling. She doesn't say she's in love with him. She says she's True. falling. She's falling in love, in love with, him. with him. Good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they go to the fantasy suites, like you said, have a good little night, you know, cameras go away. I was laughing because in the morning, 
it shows them like about to make breakfast, all this stuff. Um, she opens the fridge and it's like just water in there. Like literally like all you can see is water bottles. And then so suddenly nice. there's like this entire spread of food on the table. And I was like, now y'all know y'all didn't cook none of that food or prepare plate, on, none of that food. Crafty came in crunch. Like, okay. But it's fine. But go ahead. Like go off. Um, yeah. But, but she does say, so going back to what we said about Gabby, like saying falling versus in love. She does say to the cameras after mm-hmm. Eric leaves, or maybe, I don't know if it's after he leaves or if it's like, you know, we, we don't know timing wise, like where this actually happened. Um, but she does say to the cameras that she is in love with him, but she doesn't want to say it to him because she only wants to say it to one person. Yeah. So like we know as the audience that she is in love with Eric, but Eric hasn't heard it from Gabby yet because understandably she, she uh, with the experience that she had that last year. Yeah. She wants to protect that. And, but she does. Yeah. That's kind of at the end of their date when they're like oh. saying goodbye and stuff. She does do that. You, uh-huh. you know, that bachelorette coat where that signal, that bat signal where she's like, please, oh. please just be patient with me. That's the, that is the oh, penultimate yeah. sign from a bachelor or bachelorette that you are the winner. I just got to finish all of these mm-hmm. logistics. You got to pick out your right. Neil Lane diamond and then we can skedaddle out of mm-hmm. here. But I'm not trying to fuck myself exactly. over like Claire Crawley did. Right. You know, exactly. I would imagine exactly. their contracts are like pretty foolproof. That's what the part of me in my brain is like. Gabby and Gabby seems too emotionally mature to be so obsessed with this goddamn engagement the way she is. Mm-hmm. And Rachel doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily seem as mature, but watching her obsession with being engaged at the, the end of this, no matter what, makes me think there's got to be something yeah. in their contract now that says, bitch, you got to stay to the end and you better take the ring. Right. So. Exactly. Like something where it's like, like, could you imagine if it's like, a like price difference or something like if you actually get engaged we're giving you this much money if you don't you're getting this much money um which is terrible but like wouldn't put it past them Mm -mm. um so yeah so that's basically um gabby and that's the first fantasy suite that's oh that's the one thing that we didn't really talk about where um bachelor data kind of talked about this a bit but where it's like in the past, we've seen um, after Fantasy Suites, the contestants um, going back into the same space. Um, that's the, happened on some season. Like into, they've, oops, excuse me. They've gone after their Fantasy Suite, they've gone back into the same space. Like like the, the guy will come back into the room where like the other two guys are like sitting on the couch. Got it. Like they used to do that. And they've gone back and forth with like, are they are they in separate rooms? Are they not in separate rooms? But this season, they're all in separate rooms, which means that they won't see each other until the rose ceremonies, which I prefer way more than like sure. us being subjected to this like awkwardness of like, oh, you just spent the night with the same woman that I'm also trying to see if there's a connection there and potentially get engaged with like, it's just like the unnecessary drama that they could give us if like they could give it give it to us easily, but they've decided not to, and I very much appreciate that. Yeah. So it's like please save That's... me some time, babe. I don't care. I don't want to exactly. see it. I don't need to exactly. see arguing over this. Yeah. No, I don't need to see it. And as for um, me, um 
head into we, we're technically supposed to be heading into Avon's date mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. and I know this will mm-hmm. come up in our episode that's going to drop on Friday after this finale yeah just kind of talking about mm-hmm. Avon's edit Avon's edit of course of course becomes about Tina <laughs> Of course. So as we're getting ready of for Avon State, we have Tino in conversation with um, Useless Palmer talking about how mm-hmm. unsure he is about the fact that, you know, she continues to explore her options and how that's just ludicrous to him. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm just like, it, once again, I think we talked about this last week or whatever, but it's like, did we just forget the show that we were coming on? Did we forget that this was part of the process? Because not you saying you can't think about her wanting to spend intimate time with anyone else when like she's still in two other full-ass relationships like you have like you're not you're i know you may think that you're the only one but you're simply not and she's has every right to go explore those relationships in whatever capacity that she wants to so you need to calm down yeah because this is what you signed up for and let Avon and Rachel go on their date. And this, because I'm tired of hearing from you. Yeah, because this at this point I'm like, oh, that I don't think Tina realizes it, and he better thank his lucky fucking stars he wasn't a part of this conversation when it happened at the top of the season. But he got Chris energy now. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, who is like, right. oh, I don't want, I don't want my right. girl being with. This is that's Tino now at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Tino. It's Maddie Pruitt. Yeah. It's literally like everyone being like you can't be intimate with anyone except for me otherwise i'm leaving like what which like contributes to this show perpetuating the same like toxic notions about how monogamous relationships have to work um it Mm -hmm. makes this assumption that even before you're exclusive with somebody that like you don't have the opportunity to engage your relationship like with other people and figure out what's best for you Unless, you know, there's some, I I understand how some people are like, no, this is someone I see that's like my boyfriend or girlfriend at this point. And of course that would make you Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. I get that. But coming in with an understanding of the process and figuring out how Mm -hmm. to have a, a mindset centered on how hard it must be for your partner, who is clearly just as invested in you, that, that kind of perspective, I think is really important. And it's so hard, I guess not to get caught up in your own feelings because your ego is involved, but I think Tino's ego is just... Mm-hmm. It's yeah. its getting very um, gaslighter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we do we do get to Avon's state eventually, and mm-hmm. for Avon to have gotten this far, I still feel like I don't know much about the boy. He reminds me of Right. Uh, Justin from Katie's uh, season mm, who got mm-hmm. like yeah. what was he final two was he the runner up in that season and nobody know nothing from him other than his facial expressions yeah no he wasn't final two but he was made he was up there sure. he was yeah. definitely he was mm-hmm. he was left up there with Blake yeah. so cause he made it past hometowns mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah no I, I would agree. I feel like I don't even really have notes on Avon's date. I don't even really have notes on Avon's date because I'm like, it's all about Tino. You know, other than I do, the one note that I do have is that Rachel tells Avon that she's falling for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and is... that's really like the only important thing that we get out of that date. Yeah. And it is important to note 
that like when she says she's falling in love with him, Rachel has mm-hmm. just been shown on screen saying that she didn't want to say that she loved or was falling for right. anyone because she felt Clayton had used right. that word so recklessly. Right, exactly. Um, and so it was interesting to see her do that with Avon because I was like, well, I feel like she's not just talking shit. She must have some sort of, I know we've been questioning her feelings mm-hmm. about Avon, and I still am very curious, like very, very suspicious right. of of what her feelings for Avon are really rooted in. And that might be a testament to the edit and the lack of Avon we've really gotten to know this season. I mm-hmm. mean, there are people who think Avon's like 22, 23 years old, and that man is 28. Oh my gosh. You know? Like, yeah. he grown. Yeah. I don't even know what he do mm-hmm. for a living. I, be, I know his mama makes bracelets. I, no idea. That's about all I got. Oh, yeah. Um, right, yeah, I have no, no idea. But it really feels like they blow through this date. They go on a boat. They have a mm-hmm. little champagne. Mm-hmm. The swimsuit that Rachel is wearing is not working for me. I love the color, and mm-hmm. I, I loved her booty shots because her booty was looking good. You know, she's got body yada yada. Yeah. But that swimsuit won't made for her. Mm-hmm. It was made for a middle schooler. It was. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. But it's like we are immediately in that night portion of the date where the most yeah. pertinent part of the conversation was, you know, that I'm falling for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they go, to the, they go to the overnights. You know, they do some kissy kissing and... Mm-hmm. We wake and up. That's it for us. Yeah, we wake up the mm-hmm. next morning, and Rachel is blushing, talking about mm-hmm. Avon is the full package. Oh yeah. Which why would you put oh, his yeah. business she out? Have on to say fr- that. Yeah, don't put him out on front right. street like that. Hello. Mm-mm. Yeah. So and that's no, she didn't have to do all that. Really, all we got. So it really does make Avon yeah. seem like the only reason he's been kept around is for his like physical appearance and for what he can offer her sexually mm-hmm. which historically is a really exactly toxic trope toxic yeah for black men mm-hmm. and white fem like female bodies mm-hmm. you know so one thousand percent that was aggravating to one thousand percent yeah oh overly absolutely mm-hmm. um so yeah we're still unsure about their entire relationship and who this man is but we don't really get to figure that out because once again we have to go back and have jesse checking in on tino again um and it's time for his date and they go and um basically ride some horses tino's afraid of horses pretty sure he's not loving it um but basically they talk about their hometowns and how um Rachel has so much anxiety because of Tino's hometown and everything that happened and how his family did not like her and did not like the situation, did not approve of the situation, basically told him that, like, he better not come back engaged to this this girl. Um, But Tino thinks that his family is going to come around. And Hmm. it's just giving, like, red flag after red flag. I feel like I've what I gathered from this, which you've talked about before, was that like um, Tino's basically a love bomber, oh, right. um, so he will, you know, talk his way out of any uncomfortable situation, um, or he has to answer real questions. Like like Rachel's having real questions and having real doubts and concerned about his family, and like he's she's basically like, do you think that your family will accept 
you. Like, she's not even worried about herself. She's like, do you think that your family will accept you if you come back and you're engaged? And he's basically like, oh, they'll come around. Also, I love you. Yeah. Like, that's when you decide, that's when you decide to say that you love it's her. Concerning and like, she's sure. asking you a legitimate question about like your potential future life together. And we already like, I don't know, like that at all. We already know that Rachel is terrible at coming up with legitimate questions. So when she finally gets one out Correct. and yeah. gets one off, you gonna hit her with that? He deflected constantly yeah. in this conversation. Even though even in the ITM before the date started, he was like, you know, my parents asked some pretty I, and I hated that he said this pretty penetrating questions which like gross he I had that in my notes too I skipped over it um but yeah but I didn't like that either that mean like that's testament to like to show that he knows he knows mm -hmm. exactly what that was like and exactly how that went down and it's irrelevant to him because he wants her at the end of the day and that to me is disturbing you know, especially when mm -hmm. Rachel shares, you know, the last thing your father said to me and uh, hello, ABC, why wasn't this aired? Because I would have loved to see this, but I'm not going to disown yeah. him if he gets engaged, but I won't accept it. Right. That's an intense yeah. thing for somebody's daddy to say to them. And your response is, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll get over it, though. I love you. Mm -hmm. And bless mm -hmm. Rachel's heart. She's over here like... I love you too. Y'all, what? Right. Hello? Right. We got to what was the, what's that, what's that like TikTok line or that meme? It's like, what happened to the original plot of the movie? Like, whatever, you know, sure. it's just like this, this was not where this conversation was going. So. Especially uh, for I Rachel. Mean, Rachel says she left feeling pretty secure in their relationship and that he answered the questions yeah. and gave her the reassurance she needed. And I was like, yeah, that means they didn't show me the whole date because, bitch, I'm so nervous. Mm -hmm. I'm so nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And they um, go to I the night portion of their date, but nothing mm -hmm. really happens the next, like, they don't really show much right. the next day, which I thought was, yeah. that was interesting. I don't know why they didn't show it. Mm-hmm. But we went straight mm -hmm. into Johnny's waste of a time of a date. Right, right. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was like, I don't even have anything about them going to Fantasy Suites with the night. Like, I was like, we're at Johnny's date now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm sure there will be more Tino to come. But, um, but yeah, I think with Johnny and and Gabby, they have that like first date energy. No, I don't. I won't say first date energy. They have that like third date energy. Sure. on every date where it's just like okay we kind of know each other now like we're getting more comfortable we're still like flirty and excited and it's just very like yeah that's exactly what it is it's very exciting flirty cute but like you still haven't had those like really deep conversations so i feel like that's like a like third date energy you know yeah. um, where those conversations are coming but they unfortunately like don't get to the fourth date because <laughs> because like they realize that that's all that this relationship is like get like Johnny's clearly not ready for the type of commitment that Gabby yeah, is looking like for and, and he's just like there's they're six years apart like it's just like it was never gonna work from from night one you know the fact that he's even still here yeah the fact that he's even still here after hometowns is like baffling 
she just kept you around because like you're cute and she likes to joke with you and make out with you if anything she only kept you Um, around because she didn't get to know spencer well enough babe like you know and because she had she had to send nate home because she didn't want to be a mother like that's Mm -hmm. that's why you're here Mm -hmm. um you're someone that made the nba draft on accident very much so (laughs) right and so it's um yeah, it's definitely interesting to watch their day because they're on such different pages, especially when Johnny's like, she's mm-hmm. she's the dopest girl I've ever hung out with, man. And it's just like, bro, what is this? Yeah. Right. You know, like, this is not high school. What was the thing? Huh? Like, my little sister told me about it. Because this is how I was, when Max and I first started dating, I was like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I feel like I'm exclusive to this guy, but like. He's not my boyfriend, but I'm not going to date anyone. Mm-hmm. The talking stage. This is... Oh, yeah. Johnny felt like him and Gabby were talking, you know? Yeah. That's why he yeah. was saying, exactly. I, I wish I could get there, but I'm not. And she was like, and I wish you would go right on home. I, I would love you so much. As a mm-hmm. friend, you're great to hang out with. Yeah. Just like I'm great to hang out with. But uh, this rough around the edges girl has got to say goodbye to you, baby. Right, because you're a Got boy and you're not a man. I need a man, baby. Mm-hmm. She said you're ready for paradise, and she will. I will glad you send gladly send you there, and that she did. Um, Wouldn't that be hilarious and... if they kept Johnny at the Riviera Maya until paradise? Yeah, started. I would filming. tell them. I'd be like, I would call my call my family. Like, hey, this one wasn't it, but I'm just gonna stay here, chill out for a couple weeks until some other people show up. And they let me back out my hotel room. Like, that'll be great. Yeah, yeah, so goodbye to Johnny. We've been, you know, no surprise. We've we've been seeing this preview for the past, like, four weeks. So we knew that that was coming. Um, But then we're, like, back to Gabby um, in her room. And she gets this, like, knock at her door, this note or whatever. I can't remember if it's a knock or if it's already in the room. But that's irrelevant. That's not as important. Um... But we get this, she gets a note, and it basically says to, like, meet her on the bridge. She doesn't know who it's from, so she's kind of, like, excited, but also nervous, you know, that excited, nervous energy that she has. Um, And it's so interesting because the note, (laughs) I feel like mm -hmm. everyone in Bachelor Nation, at least Bachelor Nation creatives, are constantly roasting the handwriting on these notes because it'll be, like, signed eric signed johnny signed jesse palmer you know whatever but it's Uh never Mm -hmm. in handwriting that would be believable as such it's in a pa's handwriting constantly exactly there's a production Mm -hmm. assistant who is assigned just write the postcards and what i noticed about this one is instead of their normal double double bubbles bubble letters oh it's in uh-huh. all caps as if they tried to make it look masculine. Oh, that's funny. I screamed I when I saw that. Because I was like, you're not fooling me, bitch. Right. Right. But yeah. No, I did not. I did not see that. Um, but yeah, she goes to the bridge. And um, she sees, uh, what's his name? Eric. Damn. <laughs> I forgot this man's name. Damn. She sees Eric and then she suddenly is like very excited to see him. You know, they kiss, all this stuff. And um, here's kind of like where I wrote um, 
that they're like finally giving him the edit he deserves. Like we're finally starting to like actually hear him voice his opinion and how and like let us know how he feels about Gabby. They're finally like, yeah, just letting us in on who he is. Yeah. Um, and like how who he is in this relationship and how much he really cares for her. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like struggling. Um, and I think Miss Gabby, Miss, did not understand the assignment. And misunderstood the entire situation. Really? And um, I think that, like, I I get... So, basically, what happens um, for our listeners is that we don't really... We we don't... Eric doesn't really say, like, why he's upset. He says that he just, like, misses her. And I I I feel like his intention was to be, like... I miss you a lot and it's just hard to see you in those situations. And, and, and I think that Gabby took it as like him basically telling her that she, that she can't like basically go on fantasy suites with anyone else. And so she's like, we talked about this already. So why are you still bringing it up? Because apparently they talked about it and yeah, Go ahead. Well, that's I I think I get exactly what you're saying with like her potentially mm-hmm. misunderstanding what he was going for. I think mm-hmm. what I believe supports Gabby's reaction in this space is because mm-hmm. one of the things he says is I'm sitting here pitch, picturing the love of my life with somebody else and it crushes me. Mm-hmm. And like if I received that information or if someone said that mm-hmm. to me, I would be like, "Oh, like, you know, the little cage bird is trying to sing. It's like, why are you trying to control mm-hmm. control me? Like, you already know. Mm-hmm. I, I assumed, I presumed that when they did their fantasy suites away from the camera, she told him, mm-hmm. it's you. It's nobody yeah. but you. I'm going to go and see these connections mm-hmm. with these other guys because I feel like I owe it to myself and yeah. I owe it to the connections that I've built with them to explore them as options. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be with anybody else at mm-hmm. the end of this other than you. And I feel like that's probably yeah. why she felt betrayed, even if his intent was to say, like, mm-hmm. this is just fucking hard, man, and I miss you, and I really wish yeah. you didn't have to do all of this. I think you're right there. His, I guess the words mm-hmm. he chose made it seem more like how it, his his words that he chose made her think he was talking like Tino, if that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, think. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that because I think basically what Gabby says is that they already had that conversation in Fantasy Suites where um, Eric said that he was uncomfortable, you know, with with her basically going to fantasy suites with other people and Gabby tried to assure him like like we're good like you don't have to worry about me like our relationship is good I am gonna do what I'm gonna do because I'm the lead of the show and like yeah like you said like I owe that to myself and to these other relationships but like you don't need to freak out because like we're good um and then he didn't listen and then proceeded to freak out and and then call her again and then she's already like but we already had this conversation so like why are we talking about it again and now we're talking about it in front of cameras which like makes me like look some type of way um and she i don't think that she liked that at all um so i I think that she felt a little bit betrayed because she was kind of like we talked about this in like 
secrecy and like mm. I thought that we had that trust there and now it's being brought up not in that space and I think she was just like I didn't I think that she just like didn't like that side of him that she saw where he was yeah. kind of like spiraling and, and, un, and unsure and like didn't she didn't feel like she had his trust I think in that moment I think that's a that's a really good point especially because in this moment she's probably seeing she's probably seen this very calm cool collected confident side of him but on the other side we have mm-hmm. to remember like the producers are going going to sit there and try to inflame these circumstances so the only way he's going to meet her on the mm-hmm. bridge and that letter's going to be written is if a producer's like why don't you go talk to Gabby I mean, she's free right now. She should be on her fan. Mind you, she should be on the night portion of her fantasy suite with Johnny. Mm -hmm. So this would be him interrupting the whole fantasy suite. And so just like, not only is her trust being breached, but there's this understanding that she's available and free for me to talk when she should be in bed with somebody else. Which reminds me, mm-hmm. like, the producers constantly trying to influence the players in this game and take advantage of them when they, they're feeling yeah. vulnerable, even if it's just for the sake of a good episode. It's like, no, just try and have the conversation with her now. No. Because then Gabby's like, bro, I like, we talked. That's why she was like, if you want to get into this now, like, let's get into it. Because we've already gone over it, and I don't know why you're doing this. Yeah. Why am I out here right now? And the producers yeah. can't do yeah, anything so. but watch him, you know, flail about. Cause, and then you realize, watching him mm-hmm. flail about, about, that he's like, you know what? I shouldn't have gone to talk to Gabby. That was an unnecessary conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a whole, yeah, that was a whole yeah, I think baby it was like, Right, yeah. He really thought it was going to go one way, and it went the complete opposite way. And then we get left with the to-be-continued moment. Um, from Monday's episode that brings us into Tuesday's episode, um, which, first of all, we must have done really good notes because, like, never have we ever gotten through an entire episode that quickly. Um, so that's really for amazing us. for us yeah. on, on our part. So you're welcome to everyone. Um, <laughs> unless I want us to, to just keep talking more. Um, but anyways... So we get into part two, um, and once again, Eric is um, very nervous about what just transpired, and we see Gabby talking to Mr. Jesse Palmer. Um, I will say that the camera quality was giving iPhone, um, and I was very confused. Like, I literally was like, are we watching home video right now? Um, I don't know if it was the lighting or what, but it was just like... I, I was thrown off by the, the camera quality. Um, but but basically they're saying, Gabby's talking to Jesse and basically saying like, okay, well, in our fantasy suites, we had already, we basically talked and Eric told me that it felt like I was cheating on him by going to other fantasy suites. And I assured him like that wasn't the case. Like this is, first of all, the show. Um, and second of all, like she just, gave him that assurance that he had nothing to worry about pretty much um so she was just like we said like just felt a little betrayed and felt like their trust had been broken and that there was so much that they that she shared in privacy that was supposed to be kept between the two of them that he was suddenly bringing into this space that was open for everyone's interpretation and 
yeah, I think that that was really, really hurtful to her. Um, but one, but also like it was unnecessary. I feel like that conversation with Jesse because I mean, I guess we got a little bit more context, but like it was like we didn't really need to. They didn't need to do that whole to be continued. They could have just tacked that little section onto the end of the last episode so that we can just start with Jason Fresh. But like you know, then they always be be doing. They always be extra and like trying to make things more dramatic than they actually are. So next we get Jason. And we're playing tennis, I guess. <laughs> we're playing tennis. Which like uh, is not yeah, a surprise because to... that's like his favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he, he loves tennis. Also, we should know Jason is having a lot of doubts going into this date. He's a bit unsure because he just realistically, Jason is a realist and realistically he's like I'm really not trying to get engaged in a week or two so I'm gonna go see how this date goes but like I really don't see myself getting there um so yeah they go play tennis and then they go swimming um and yeah Jason just keeps talking about how he's like not really in a place to get feeling good about the process yeah 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 he's not really feeling good about the process has been saying for the entire time Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah he's been going i feel like he's trying at least to like let himself get there but he's like it's not it's just simply not gonna happen in this time frame um i will say i love the green dress that gabby wears it's so cute on her um but it's (laughs) he basically says when they're talking um i think now we're in the, the you know evening portion of the date he basically says that he's not ready for love or an engagement because the environment that they're in makes it not feel real. And I'm like, valid. Fair. Fair point. (laughs) Yeah, completely fair because this is all a fabricated calendar. This is all fabricated. These are all fabricated dates. Like these are the entire, the entire world that you're living in right now has been created to make this like perfect fairy book story. So, yeah, of course, like, of course, it, it doesn't feel real. And like, it's so and I get it, is it so because this the show, show has been the show has been on for so long that there are so many listeners mm-hmm. going like, well, you just have to trust the process. They're like, you should know better when you're going on to this show, even if mm-hmm. you know, going on to the show that it ends in an in engagement. This show has no proven history yeah. that that's what works or that's how people find the loves of their lives. Period. It's yeah. not irrational, Period. especially mm-hmm. after this two years of pandemic where we had like this huge boom in people getting married and now this even bigger boom in people getting married just annulled and divorcing. It's not abnormal for someone to say, mm-hmm. I could see myself with you on the other side of this in a really serious relationship. And yeah. maybe down the line in two, three, yeah. four, five years, then we could get engaged. But I don't mm-hmm. see it here now. Could Jason have led with that? Yeah. Absolutely. He could have said something in New Orleans, mm-hmm. you know, but he was probably scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show is very unfamiliar, mm-hmm. but I do feel like he was as upfront and honest mm-hmm. with her as he could. He was concerned about how right. she was going to take it, and I don't think he was. Mm-hmm. I don't think he misled her at all. I know Gabby says she feels like she was led on, but I didn't. I personally didn't see it. 
you know? I think right. he brought it yeah, to I her see... when he could. Right. No, I agree. And I think going back to what we were talking about earlier with the leads and, you know, engagements, and if there's that pressure, like, I really do wonder what the conversations are like with the leads, what the contracts look like, like what, you know, because if, if, is there that conversation before production starts of like, if someone says, if, if we're getting toward the end of this and like someone says that they're not ready for marriage, like, is there room to have that person stay? Or is it like, if someone basically tells you that those words are saying that to you, that like you have to let them go. Like, is, is, is there room for that? Because, you know, like you said, like, why is there not room to explore outside, to, to explore the relationship outside of an engagement? Like, is there that pressure put on the leads? Is it in their contracts, whatever, that like, you must be engaged by the end of this because like you said we've seen it hasn't worked but like we've seen couples that have gotten engaged and broken up quickly we've seen couples that have gotten engaged and you know stayed engaged for years and then broken up we have seen a couple couples who have gotten engaged and gotten married and are still married but you know yeah i really do wonder what those conversations are engaged and were together for years before they got married just engaged for years. right yeah and something that i think yeah to know about jason's journey specifically is if we're being honest it's one of the least organic uh journeys on the season his very first Mm one-on-one was him getting flown to paris with another dude to do this really weird double date pseudo kind of singular individual one-on-one date exploring Paris where you can only get to know them by, Mm -hmm. you know, but so much doing all of these different tasks and activities assigned to them by ABC or by the bachelor producers, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And then everything else is just by proxy. So I understand, especially when he says, Oh, this is the first time. This is the most present I felt all season, and this is the most natural our relationship yeah. felt. You can see that excitement because it's like they literally were just playing yeah. tennis and playing in the pool. They didn't have to go to no goddamn beret mm-hmm. shop and stomp grapes exactly. on with their toes before going to meet back up with Rachel and Tino to mm-hmm. go get on a cruise ship. Like, it's the most natural right. moment that he's had access to. Yeah. So it's not a far mm-hmm. stretch for him to be like yeah i don't know if engagement's where i'm at like no right this, this yeah. environment is I, unnatural it is very and i feel like the show doesn't know how to handle him because i think that he is like we've seen other people on the show who have been like i don't know about this whole process like this doesn't feel right um it doesn't feel real but i think that he is like really one of the realist like normal people that the show has ever seen because most people you know get used to the cameras at some point start to kind of like loosen up and kind of like let us into more of who they are and and Jason kind of the entire time has been like nah like this is still weird for me like I'm still not like trying to be pursuing this person in front of all these cameras like I actually do want to get to know her, but it's just this environment and him just do not match. And like, that's okay. Because yeah. as you said, he's trying to convince her that something could grow, you know, and outside of an engagement. And she's kind of, ring. yeah. Yeah. It's wants. like ring or bust. 
which is so fascinating to me because I, and I'm assuming, I think I said this earlier in the episode, but the level Mm -hmm. of emotional maturity she has shown literally everywhere else, (laughs) every Mm -hmm. time just goes out the window when she's either discussing getting engaged or when Mm -hmm. she's, and I wonder if it's, it flares up because of that. Oh, it means they don't want me. It means that I'm not lovable. It means there's something wrong with me, which I get, I fucking get that right now. Like hardcore. Mm -hmm. I know what it feels to like feel unwanted and to feel like you're being discarded by someone that you really care about. Like that makes Mm -hmm. so much sense. But it becomes mm-hmm. that fixation on the ring that makes a person forget the person that they're pursuing, you know? Right. Jason could have been yeah. the love of her life, but he because he's not mm-hmm. willing to be engaged at the end of this, he's worthless to her. Mm-hmm. And thereby she yeah. thinks she's worthless to him, which is not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, going all the way back to um, Rachel Lindsay's season with her and Peter, where it was like, to us, to the viewers, like Rachel and Peter had the strongest, most like real relationship. Um, But Peter was not trying to get engaged. He was like, I really like you. I'm really falling in love with you. I don't, I can't remember. It was so long ago. If he was like in love with her, you know, whatnot. And it was like, we, Rachel was like, I'm getting engaged. And so like, if you can't do that, then like, you have to go. Um, and it was like heartbreaking for us as viewers because we were all like, no, like it's supposed to be Peter, which obviously Rachel and Brian are happily married. Um, but we stand, she, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, it felt similar to that because it was like she really, Gabby really, really likes, likes, um, Jason. And you know, she for now, she agrees to see it through, she's not telling him that he has to go that he needs to pack his bag she's like okay you know what we're gonna see what happens um and yep but then it like quickly turns again um (laughs) to i feel like i feel like i'm did i miss something in my notes or because i feel like she she agreed and then she was like actually Oh, it was the next day. It was the next day. Right? So essentially, it was the next day. Okay, they okay. end up, they go to fantasy suites, but what they do, I guess, is maybe talk for an hour or two, and they go their separate ways. Yeah. So, like, they wake up, and the fucking, what the fuck, the, um, there's bugs in the champagne, the bed is not rustled with oh. it, no one slept in it, all of that kind yeah. of stuff. And yeah. she mm-hmm. is in this wanna-wanna, don't you wanna, orange fanta dress, looking good, as usual. Mm-hmm walking mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Jason's room saying like you know all we did last night was talk in circles and we're just not on the same page yeah so it was yeah. it was definitely a hard left <laughs> it was a hard left and when I tell you that that man looked like a zombie like when they were breaking up he was just like you could tell that whatever conversations were had the night before just like drained him and he was yeah. like it's not gonna like we're not gonna see eye to eye like it's just not gonna work and so yeah Gabby basically says that she's been let on um I don't know that I necessarily agree because I feel like Jason does really care for her and was trying to be as honest and upfront as he could um and it's not like you know he was shouting from day one that he was ready to be engaged you know I don't think that he was 
saying this. So that's why I don't really like feel like I completely agree with Gabby saying that she's been let on, but you know, her feelings are valid and if she feels that way then that that is how she's feeling and I think that Jason tried to respond in the best way that he could, but um yeah, that was That was it. We don't even see Jason leave, bro. Like, he shuts the door and Mm -mm. that man got disappeared off of The Bachelorette. (laughs) I don't even think... I highly doubt we'll see him next week at the second half of the live finale. Like, he is at home, relaxing, helping Mm -hmm. my friend put up her shelves, being a good, nice neighbor, (laughs) waiting Mm -hmm. for the love of his life to walk by, I hope. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, it was a bummer. Yeah. Um, always sad to see yeah. Gabby sad. Like, that is my girl. I really do enjoy her. And it is such... Mm-hmm. It breaks my little heart. I'd be like, oh, why they do it, Gabby, like this? Why the producers got her set up like this, Jesus? Um, yeah. But it's, it is what it is. And she, you know, is preparing herself to only have one guy left. Because the other niggas, literally mm-hmm. everyone is gone. And vindication is mine. Everyone's gone. Or victory is mine. I just feel v- very vic- vindicated because I called it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew Eric was going to be yes. the last one standing. So Eric is the last one standing. Um, and at this point, we hadn't seen Rachel this entire episode. It was nice. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, honestly, I'm not, I'm not upset. Love, love me some Rachel. She's Um, cool, but also I did not miss mm -hmm. her. I did not miss her at all. No, I didn't. I didn't either, unfortunately. But we do get into her date with um, Zach, and the daytime date was boring. Um, So I vibing out, being awkward. Yeah, it was was giving nothing. um, But Zach basically said. Um, like it, it, it got so weird. It literally got so weird because they go to their, they decide to go to fantasy suites. Um, and I just, okay. I, I feel like I'm skipping over a lot, but like, this is like the meat of it Yeah, where nothing really else happened. He's like, I'm in yeah, love with you at no, the dinner really. table. And she's like, mm-hmm. You want to go yeah. to fantasy suites? Yeah. Literally, it was just like so disjointed. Disjointed, I I think, is what words are hard. Disjointed, yeah, yeah, it was so disjointed. Um, But after Fantasy Suites, so basically in the morning, we see Zach leaving. He's walking out. You hear him saying, um, "You know, we had a, we had a, um, we had a lot of talks last night. We talked about religion and politics, but basically." Um, Rachel said that I wasn't ready for marriage. I wasn't ready for a commitment of marriage. And I'm like, wait, wait, what, what was the, was the, was the discourse because she said you weren't ready for the commitment of marriage or was it something about religion or politics? Cause like, why would you bring those two things up if like they had nothing to do with the other thing that, with the reason why y'all are on the outs? right now yeah um so that was like very darn thing where i'm like okay clearly something happened in that space but like the way that rachel tried to like you know sidestep it was basically saying well you're not ready for a commitment of marriage you're not ready for 
or you're too young, you know, you're, you, you're, it, it was, I can't even talk about it because I was just like so confused so of like what, confused. what actually happened. What's the conversation? Um, I want to know what like, their beliefs are that they don't align on. That's what I want to right. know. Right. Yeah. That has to be it. It's the I religion and politics piece and they don't want to, to they don't want to openly admit it because I will be fucking damned if I'm going to have somebody who is mm -hmm. six months older than me be like, you're not ready for marriage because of your age exactly that's some bullshit exactly i'm calling bullshit raise no. the white flag someone go get my mama's no bitch ass in his shirt bring back making the band mm -hmm. because we're lying here okay we're lying and it was like so so basically zach says that like her concern came out of nowhere and she was putting on some type of front and he was like he was like he said it was as if we were strangers he was like, I didn't know this person that I was talking. And honestly, I feel like we've seen this a couple times in fantasy suites, but it's usually been on The Bachelor. Sure. Where I feel like I remember it happened with like Andy and Juan Pablo, where she was like, I actually don't know this person and I don't want to spend any more time with them. So like, I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's it's happened some other, other times too that I can't remember, but that one just like sticks out. Um, but yeah i i wouldn't be i would be pissed too like just you know just as zach is well this is my uh, because... thing right i think mm -hmm. i feel so rude for saying this i don't think rachel mm -hmm. is attracted to him i think that's valid. they got in that room and he was trying to make them moves be that smooth talker as they were mm -hmm. having these serious conversations mm -hmm. and she was like actually can we just mm -hmm. chat tonight and he realized yeah. that she was not sexually interested in him or like wanted to be with him in that way um, and had to save face and saw an opportunity to make a bachelor bid because that's what it felt like to me. The way he was framing oh, it yeah. wasn't Absolutely. strong enough for me to believe it in the first place. What happened in that room, Zach, is that you ain't, you ain't turned on her fires like Avon and Tina. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And then you said mm -hmm. something about, you know, y'all might have not aligned on your beliefs in church and state for a little bit. And that's, yeah. that's where the divide existed is that y'all just didn't vibe. And the awkward, the, the vibe, the awkward vibes right. have been there throughout the season. It's just, you've presented as such a mm -hmm. wonderful, sweet, kind, caring human being. And you could still very well be that. But behind closed doors, yeah. the reason she suddenly seemed two-faced and fake to you is because she is not concerned about how she looks, uh, you know, with the cameras all on her. She don't got the cameras, so she can let her guard down. Mm -hmm. And she could realize that she's mm -hmm. trying to figure out how do we connect, that she don't really like you like that. Yeah, no, she doesn't. And, like, we've all seen that this entire season. But, yeah, I think that once once the cameras were gone and things and it was just y'all too like she didn't she no longer had to fake it because the cameras weren't there anymore yeah. um and she wasn't even doing a good job of faking it in the first place but like she didn't even have to fake and pretend like she really liked him because yeah. she she didn't and then so then there was literally no chemistry there was no like you know date that was supposed to happen there was no like people being like okay well now we're gonna go do this now we're gonna go do that like it was just the two of y'all 
you have this time to do whatever you want and they had literally nothing yeah and then him going to you know mr once again useless ass jesse palmer talking about i'm 25 Mm -hmm. and i'm ready for love and she's wronged me like that was Mm -hmm. his energy it was just like okay yeah for the love of god if next tuesday hits and he is announced as the bachelor i'm gonna scream i'm gonna fucking scream because Mm -hmm. as sweet as he's Mm -hmm. been all season i do not need another guy that looks like him as the bachelor we just had clayton him and clayton look like their family members peter could be a third cousin you know that may have been you know i don't know twice removed and clayton sure looks like he in the family so right I'm tired of these strange, strong-jawed, blonde-haired, blue-eyed men being The Bachelor. I don't want it. I don't care who said no to you. Right. Find someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and he says, oh, I just, I think instead of talking to her right the fuck now, I'm going to mm-hmm. wait to talk to her at the rose ceremony. At the rose ceremony. Yeah, because they we get to the the rose ceremony and first of all it's we get the dramatic moment of of jesse telling rachel that she'll be the only bachelorette there um gabby won't be joining her rachel's like okay yeah you guys already debriefed me on this but i guess we have to say it in front of a camera we have to say it here also it's giving like a paradise entrance into this rose ceremony because like jesse's there and they all have to like come down and talk to jesse before they go into the rose ceremony like when everyone arrives in paradise it's like okay we get it um but yeah then we're starting the rose ceremony we have to wait for um before rachel can give out any roses all the suspense builds up and then zach pulls rachel to to go talk to her like first of all we've seen like it's old like we've seen it time and time again um like let's find something new find some new way to do this um but yeah they uh they (laughs) They go and talk, but then we don't get to see their conversation, correct? Like, that's not going to be in the next, yeah. so in they the go next week's episode. So. To talk, they walk off, you know, they walk off, he hits her, she goes to grab the rose, and then he sort mm-hmm. of puts his finger up and says, Rachel cannot talk to you, and I was like, come on, timing, that's good, that's, mm-hmm. that's good television. And Avon and Tino said, they're pissed. They what said, the fuck? What? what the like, like? We've been waiting all this whole week. Like, <laughs> golly! And now I've got to wait even longer. Like, okay. I know Tino is ready rude, to but whatever. Tear, tear his balls off of his body and just rub the blood mm-hmm. across his cheeks and scream. That's what I feel like Tino feels like. And Avon's yeah. like, damn man, like what's going on? Um, but we actually go instead to Eric and. Mm-hmm. Eric's scared. He's saying this week has been so crazy, and I, I can tell he's like nervous that you know something's going to go wrong. And we have yeah. Gabby coming to talk to him, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You see it on his face, like fuck, I'm about to get dumped." Oh my gosh. Um, and... I no, I feel like I feel like it was the opposite. I feel yeah. like he got really excited when he uh... saw her. Like he was like, "Oh." I wasn't expecting to see you like okay this is really okay like what are you doing okay. here like let's, yeah okay like i feel oh, like I it like was that. i feel like he was excited it was excitement yeah, yeah. no for sure mm-hmm. I like, i'm i'm gonna go along with that i like that um mm-hmm. and gabby sits mm-hmm. him down and you know she says this week has also been so crazy and that she's been learning a lot about herself this season and on this journey and while our last conversation didn't go as planned 
You know, it did make me feel like, you know, why doesn't he trust us? Why doesn't he understand where I'm coming from? Um, Mm -hmm. And, and she was like, and a lot of that came up in my date with Jason. And Mm -hmm. you, however, have fought for me so much. And I'm like, damn, bitch, Mm -hmm. because I guess he has. I we just haven't gotten to see him fight for you, but okay. Right, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And you love in such a secure way, and you taught me how I want to be treated, and that it's okay to ask for those things. And I feel safe in a way that I maybe have never been safe with anybody before. And I love you. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. man grabs her up so fast. I ain't never seen nothing mm-hmm. like it. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a melt right here now. Blackface and all, bitch. I was, they had me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. They had, yeah. That's beautiful, mm-hmm. cute. They had me. It took it took a turn. It really took a turn. Because I honestly didn't think that, like, in this moment that she was going to tell him, A, I love you, or B, that he was the only one it left. Was a lot. Like, I really thought that she was going to, like, wait until the rose ceremony, blah, 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 sure. the engagement ceremony, whatever, to, like, let him let him propose to her but she was like it's this is the end like it's, it's you and me ain't nobody else here i'm trying to get um, all of this riviera which, maya time with you while we here right yeah i was i was really not expecting that but um but yeah that was that was it and they just are doing the kissing and the cuddling and all the things and you've um, never made me ask for love i was like oh these bitches is dramatic as hell okay come on a mm-hmm. i was like this could be a nice nicholas uh sparks kind of a24 car- crossover if we really wanted to have it talking about he the right. best thing that's ever happened to me i'm like this is taking such a turn in the last like just 24 it hours took- it took such a turn, such a turn. And, and then, then they were both that, like, crying. Like it was a lot, but okay, <laughs> I digress. It was, it was a lot. And then as if things couldn't get more weird or um, disjointed or like discombobulating, it went from this like joyful, happy moment. Um, then like being like, we're in love. Like we're going to get engaged. Maybe who knows, whatever. Like we're so excited, blah, blah, blah. To this what like unsolved mysteries moment <laughs> cut set of jesse palmer they done messed on, up the set even uh, like you know how they uh y'all couldn't they probably striked the set after the men tell all the setup mm-hmm. for after the final rose but they sent mm-hmm. some crew members mm-hmm. in there and they were like move some stuff around Make it look, exactly. put those wires like, like right over there so we can see them in the shot, please. Thank you. Is there, mm-hmm, is there dust mm-hmm. on that? Can you bring it over by Jesse? Thank you. Do you need some allergy medicine, sir? Like that. Right. Post-apocalyptic exactly. I was like, dang, y'all really couldn't, y'all really couldn't put the, put no. the damn like stage together. You couldn't put, you couldn't, you, you just had to make it right. Yes. Y'all on lunch break from strike. Like I'm confused. Like why, yeah. why are we? Why, why is it why this are we on the and... abc lot out in glendale at like six o'clock at night with all of these lights on it's like what are we fucking do it just looks unkempt and i've never i've never heard the word shocking and controversy so much in my life Mhm, yeah so it's just basically jesse saying is about to go down mm-hmm. y'all gonna have to tune in because we got 
a live finale or whatever he said coming up two part finale the most shocking finale you've ever seen which once again it's the most shocking shocking finale every single season yes (laughs) it's the most shocking finale every single season um and yeah we're just gonna have to wait to find out because we have Um, to we as an audience need to process what we've just watched and i'm like what bitch you are using this language this transformative dei language in the wrong context sir because i don't i ain't got shit to process i just want to know how the fuck it ends the only controversy exactly i see laying on the table is the blackface photos that were released the next day and if that's one of the because like tonight they were supposed to address some controversy there was no controversy that was addressed Mm -hmm. so next week if they decide in the Mm -hmm. second half of the finale i'm going to be really intrigued if they bring up the blackface of it all at all because right. it did it did get dropped the day after they made like he made this announcement so un- yeah. unless abc yeah. had caught wind of that photo or knew about that photo ahead of mm-hmm. time i am mm-hmm. hard pressed to believe that there's something else that we've got to look forward right. to and i think it's te- it's got something to do with tino and rachel i do it's just it's what yeah. what i feel yeah. in my spirit based off of that season preview Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I feel like, I mean, I feel like, so basically at the end of this, um, Gabby and Rachel, uh, from what I, you can kind of gather from that little preview that they showed at the end of last week's was that it's, yeah, it's probably going to be that we already know Gabby only has one guy left. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then we know that, we don't know for sure what's going to happen. Obviously, like, the episode from tonight has already aired. But, um, but you know, it kind of makes it seem like Gabby and Rachel both only have one guy left mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the proposals. Because Rachel basically says, like, we're about to get engaged to our dream guys. You know, and, like, they don't normally, like, say that. I don't know. I feel like that that just kind of, like, was the one thing that kind of gave everything away. But, um, sure. but I personally hope that Eric doesn't propose to gabby i would love to see that like let's just date moment um but but yeah i think that the the shocking things that we're gonna see are definitely gonna be with tino and and rachel because they're just simply in my opinion not built to last the foundation is very rocky it is and we have all of that stuff in the season preview where you know gabby Mm -hmm. is somewhere that's not mexico they're not in Mexico when Gabby is saying this. Mm-hmm. You can tell from the surroundings that mm-hmm. somebody needs a good kick to the balls. You know, we've got Tino running mm-hmm. it through somebody's backyard with a pool, not in Mexico. They're talking mm-hmm. about these rings. And I'm like, bitch, is there a financial bonus? And then Rachel's talking about you need to answer yeah. for what you did. Lie to my face one more time. And I'm like, OK, wait. Now, now this bitch, is, mm-hmm. she's showing us what she from Florida because she mm-hmm. she kind of getting bugged mm-hmm. with it. OK, I want to see that side of Rachel, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then we get the word shocking like 72 more times. So, right. Right. Um, of course. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I hope Tino and Rachel break up if they are together oh yeah i i would imagine what i said last episode i believe that they very well could be together for a period of time and that if they broke up if they did get engaged or Mm -hmm. do get engaged in next week's episode that they don't last 
Yeah, like, yeah. I think I think we've said that said that before. Yeah, we don't really no see way. them lasting. You know, there's there's a there's a good chunk of time in between when production when filming wrapped, ends and when these finales. May. Yep. It's been about yeah, four or five months. Yeah, when these finales. Yeah, air. You know, that's a lot of time to try to be together in the real world and potentially not realize that that's not what either of you want and break up. So potentially that's what we're thinking is going to happen. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll have to wait until next week to see. Mm-hmm. Wait, next week? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to, to see. all of the black people who won Emmy Awards yesterday. That's why there was no episode. Yes. <laughs> Everyone was in our DMs like, mm-hmm. there's no episode tonight because of football. No, bitch. It's because of us, the actors. We had to get our yes. We had to get our trophies yesterday instead of... We did. I, I'm assuming we didn't do it on Sunday this year because football started around the same time this season, even though I feel like that's not mm-hmm. uncommon, but the traffic would have been bonkers to deal with. Yeah. You know, having certain yeah. streets shut down for red carpets, all of that kind of shit. So the Emmys aired yesterday. Shout out to Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, Lizzo, for her Quinta, win. Quinta Cheryl Zendaya, Lee Ralph, Cheryl Auntie Lee Cheryl. Ralph. Yes, Auntie Cheryl. Oh, y'all. And then I think. We're happy for you. And next Monday. Yeah, we're always rooting for everybody black over here. Next Monday, mm-hmm. it'll be all about football again. And then. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, we'll have that finale. And then we'll finally get this finale. Thank God. Oh, it's been a journey. It has. It has been a journey. I don't want to do these two bachelorettes, two leads ever again. Um, I mean, we'll find out next week how many bachelors we'll we got. Out, yeah. I know, Hopefully just I know. one. Otherwise, I want to go home. Yeah. That's my energy. Just I can't, can't do it again. Yeah. But, I mean... That was Fantasy Suites. Like, this is honestly a short episode, but it's because the Fantasy Suites are really giving nothing. Like, they were really sure. not it for me. It was very was straightforward. Like, okay. like, you're leaving. Yeah. You're leaving. I'm trying to smash. Dang, mm-hmm. he has a big dick. Ooh, I love you too. Mm-hmm. You're the only one left. Oh, wow. And that was the end. Right. That was it. It could be a children's book. No, um, no, ma'am. No. <laughs> I mean, we just, you know, change, change wording, all that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's Fantasy Speeds Week. Thank y'all for, um, you know, bearing with us as we got this episode out to you a week late, which means that you will now be getting two episodes in one week, which is great. Um, we'll be back very soon with this recap of, of finale part one. And then other than that, you know, as usual, thank you guys for your support on uh, Patreon. Thank you guys so much for your support on this week's Do Better Sis. Please continue to share mm-hmm. and amplify, especially to white creators in Bachelor Nation, because the last mm-hmm. thing we need is people having conversations about blackface that don't know what blackface is about, where it comes from. And we do not mm-hmm. need to perpetuate the cycle of people being able to excuse it because someone was a child. Because the same treatment is not available to the black and brown children all over this country. There's a reason that kids are getting shot in their back um, when they've actually Mm -hmm. done nothing wrong. And there's an issue when a teenager feels like he can come to school painted in black and it just be fun because Mm -hmm. he loves Jimi Hendrix. Absolutely not. It's a failure of all of the adults around him. 
and it's a failure also of society. So hopefully mm-hmm. that video, those two videos or the, the post itself will make it to bitch send it to reality steve i'd be interested in hearing that boo-boo yeah, ass and, and make sure you yeah and make sure that you've listened to the episode share the episode as well yeah um hit us with a review yeah, subscribe share to mm-hmm. friends as always we love y'all all the things we love y'all all right bye we will see you soon bye